Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Danse nitoti mak. Hello, friends. I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. I'm all set up in my office. I got my Pepsi, a half-eaten Berg with me, my notebooks, and I also have someone FaceTiming right now and he's listening to me as I speak. So I'm getting a little bit nervous, a little shy, but we'll get through it. He's also, you know, doing his own thing, muting himself and staring at me, but it's okay. I'll get through that shit. But... It's also 8.30 p.m. at night because I procrastinate and, well, actually, my hours are just messed up, so I'd be sleeping until, like, 2 p.m., get all my shit started, keep going, then I record once I'm done all the stuff I have to do for the day because this is, like, my day off on Tuesdays from my 9 to 5 job, not my actual job. It's my 9 to 5. It's temporary, like I always say. Anyways, let's get this episode started. What's today's episode about? In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to deal and celebrate your shit as a person or creator. This week's Cree theme is household items. So stay tuned till the ending segment to find out what Cree word of the week is. Updates. This past week, I worked five whole shifts. I am not a fan of the 9 to 5 and putting full-time hours into that kind of job, but just due to me trying to catch up with some hours and all that shit, I just decided to work that much. I didn't realize it when I was looking at shifts, but it kind of just worked out. This week, though, I'm working three shifts, and honestly, I need that because putting all this energy into a 9 to 5 job, I'm tired. I want to do it anymore. I got to do it until I'm grinding as a full-time content creator, game streamer. So I got to do what I got to do. But that this past week, though, I was tired. I didn't stream as much, but I did what I can. And yeah, I was just tired, just lost in the sauce at work. My next update is my stream is getting better. Oh my gosh. Thanks to my duo, who's a freaking nerd, a tech kind of person. I'm not. I'm learning. If it wasn't for him, I'd probably be still YouTubing shit, still researching on how to even set up my OBS stream. And I don't know. I just take my time because I start from scratch when I learn my own shit and gain this knowledge. But knowing someone who is a deadly tech and knows their shit, it made stuff so much easier on my part. So thank God for the duo. I appreciate you, Sub-Zero. My last update is... I attempted to make a black bean burger. This is my first time eating a bean burger rather than a meat burger. You know I like my meat. Just kidding. Anyways, so I tried this black bean burger and I made it from scratch. I wasn't going to because I seen the YouTube video on how to make it and it didn't look appealing to me. I have a thing about textures and looking at that video, I'm like, um, I don't know if I want to make this thing anymore. But... I did it. I had to make it extra crispy just because it was a little bit mushy. You know, it's not meat. It's beans. 
and it actually tasted good. I was very surprised. I wasn't expecting it to taste good. Would I eat it every day? Fuck no. Would I eat it once in a blue moon? Probably. I feel like if I added like cheese, some lettuce, tomato, and maybe some like mayo and mustard, instead of just ketchup, it would taste so much better. But I didn't have any of that shit. So I just used my ketchup and we were golden. I pulled through. I put it on a bagel because I'm like, what if it doesn't actually taste good? At least the bagel will taste good. But it ended up working out, so that's cool. And that is the updates of the week. Moving on to my most asked question. How are you healing today? And if you're a first-time listener, what I mean by that is, what are you doing to take care of your mental health? Either today or from this past week. For me... I'm healing by working out, even though I say I lack consistency. I, I mean, I'm still making it like once a week or like once in a week and a half, but I'm getting better. Today, I was craving a workout. Once I woke up, I just took some pre-workout and I made it to the gym. It was like such a deadly feeling because it was just something unexpected that I don't usually do. So I just went to the gym. I also worked on back and core. Now let me tell you, my core, I'm weak as fuck. When I actually like went and did core shit, I was pretty impressed with myself. I'm like, man, I couldn't have done this before. It was so freaking hard. Anyways, I couldn't do that shit before and I'm just very impressed with myself. I'm like, what the fuck? Who dis? New phone, who dis? But anyways, I did it. It was nice. I'm also healing by eating healthy shit. I'm starting to crave healthy food rather than like the junk food that I would eat when I would give out or just, you know, middle of night or nighttime around those times. Anyways, I got veggies. I got fruit on deck. Like who am I? Actually, I feel like just going to the gym has helped and just craving those healthiness is New for me, but I'm getting better. I always say it's like an up and down kind of thing. Here we are. My last one. I'm also healing by learning. Y'all, I did not know how to do common law income taxes, but thanks to my sister, I did her taxes and her partner's taxes. I'm proud of myself because I'm only used to doing like a single person income tax. Now it's common law, but I feel like I have to do more research refresh myself and you know see what else I can apply in or whatever they are eligible for I will apply I will learn it was pretty interesting because I had to merge both of their accounts I'm like man y'all are one now you're not just single individuals you guys are common law then I'm like shit I mean that's what happens though right when you shack up for a certain amount of years you gotta go common law they're they're that I did it it was something new. I'm excited to learn more. I got to improve my knowledge when it comes to being a creator. And that's how I'm healing this week. Say it to yourself or say it out loud. How are you healing this week? All right, we're moving on to questions now. So this time I do have a set of questions. I'm not just going to give information. I'm going to just answer the questions that I have on deck. So for this topic, I'm talking about how to deal with your shit and how to celebrate your shit as a person or creator. 
In today's society, we're always on go mode. Go to school, go to work, go do this, go do that. But we don't really focus on ourselves, on what we do and how to deal with our shit. We basically just keep on going, ignore what's happening. Because you can't really stop when we're in a busy, fast environment. That just keeps on going, even if you just stop. But for this one, I'm going to share how we can deal with our shit. How we can celebrate ourselves because of all the shit that we face as individuals. So my first question is, how can you celebrate yourself today? I answered this question a year ago. How can I celebrate myself today? And it was so hard to answer before. I just, I remember that. I'm like, hmm, how can I even celebrate myself? I don't know what to celebrate. Like, I remember thinking too on how I never really appreciated the small accomplishments that happened. And now I do that. I celebrate the small things. I celebrate the big things. I never used to do that before. Now I'm going to share how I can celebrate myself because from this past year, I've been celebrating myself. I've been doing whatever I can just to help myself improve as a person. So how I'm celebrating myself today or like, you know, from this past week, makeup therapy. I always say this, makeup is therapy. I love creating art on my face. I don't do it as much, but when I do it, that that's why I do it is for the makeup therapy. It's soothing, it's peaceful, I can do whatever I want on my face using makeup. I also give myself breaks. If I'm not feeling streaming, gaming, or just going to work in general and I just need to stay home and recharge, I'll give myself a break from all of that because it's important so you do not burn out. I also celebrate myself by getting things that I want to munch on or like my favorite snacks. I also like celebrating by dressing up. It's so much fun. Or even just like, you know, going shopping. Um, what is it called? Uh, thrift shopping. You know, some retail therapy there. It's, I don't know. It's very calming for me. I like to go do that by myself. When I'm with others, I feel rushed because I just like taking my time doing whatever I gotta do and just think, hmm, do I want this or do I not want this? Just to, you know, enjoy my time, enjoy my peace, enjoy my company. And that's how I celebrate myself. Those are just a few examples, but, you know, the more I grow, the more stuff I do. And that I have to do because life is getting busier as a creator. That's for sure. Question two, what helps you slow down and feel more present? For me, I disassociate a lot. I get lost in the sauce and I realized, I think it was this year or last year, I'm not too sure when I mentioned it, I disassociate a whole lot. I can cancel out noise, I can cancel out people talking and say automated responses and things like that. That's how rank I disassociate. I know I've improved because I don't disassociate as long as I did before. Time would just go by so fast when that would happen. So how do I slow down and be more present? I am a creator, a game streamer, so my phone is always going off. I get notifications all day, every day. 
you know as a creator you're always on your phone that's your work that's your life pretty much so how i slow down is i just stop with my phone i put it down and focus on conversations when i'm with people or you know when i'm just spending time with family i try to put my phone away and i noticed too like when i go out with my family i have my phone down unless like you know i'm talking to someone on the phone so I've been trying to do like those little habits. I Actually, I've been working on it from the past year is learning to put my phone down. But I do suck at checking my phone in the morning. I always check it like right when I wake up, I fucking go on my phone, which is a bad habit. I know that. I'm working on it, though. So that's something. Also sharing my appreciation for things or people. I never used to do that before. I never did a lot of things before. But, you know, as time goes on, I'm changing. I'm being a better person. So what I do is I tell people that I appreciate them. I let them know that I'm thankful for them, that I'm grateful for them. never used to do that before. I thought that was weird. But here we are. I'm doing that shit. I mean, it's still getting me out of my comfort zone. But I feel like the more I do it, it's just going to be... A regular thing that I say. And also by slowing down on doing things. That's my main thing that I've been working on. I'm usually go, go, go. Gotta get this shit done. Rushing and all that stuff. Now, I take my time. I just gotta make sure that I'm enjoying the shit that I do. So if I'm cooking, I'm gonna take my time. Do whatever I gotta do. If I'm eating... I take my time. If I'm drinking a drink, I'll take my time. Before I used to do it really fast, eat real fast, drink real fast. Now I'm just like, I cook them, taking my time. But I'm fine with that. You know, you got to enjoy the small things. You got to enjoy whatever comes into your life and in your environment and your surroundings. Question three. How do you put yourself first without feeling guilty? And y'all, you probably know what I'm going to say. Focus on yourself, because how are you supposed to heal an environment that once hurt you? And how are you supposed to put yourself first if you're dealing with other people's shit, their opinions, their perspective, and focusing on theirs and worrying about theirs? It all goes to you and your own healing. So that's basically how you put yourself first. That's how I put myself first. It took a while. Healing journey is a healing journey. It's your life journey, pretty much. You can't fully be healed from the shit you say that you're healed from. A lot of people be saying that, like, I'm healed from this. But once they get a little trigger or anything that'll set them off from this certain situation, they're not fully fucking healed from it. Nah. I've seen that happen so many times. Work on yourself. It's hard because, you know, once you're a people pleaser or... You just worry about other people rather than yourself. It is going to be hard because you're actually focusing on you and dealing with your own shit. So that's how I do it without feeling guilty. It took time and it's still going to take time. I just do it for me now. I do it for myself and I just learn how to say no and tell people to cough. They need to. (laughs) Affirmations also help a lot. If you're not into it, I suggest you to try it because... It changes your mindset, your perspective. I wasn't a fan of affirmations. I'm like, huh, they're not going to do shit. They actually do. I say it, 
and you know like manifestation happens which is cool but something I really never experienced before until I started getting into the shit that I am into now. So affirmations. I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am deadly. That was like one of my go-to ones when it came to me selling my merch. That was like my main affirmation I said. Affirmations, practice affirmations. It may not seem like it's going to work, but the more you do it, the more you possibly might believe in yourself on the affirmations that you say. My last question, how can you step outside your comfort zone to grow? If y'all knew me before, I was shy, I was awkward, I did not talk, I was an introverted kid. But as time went on, you know, breakups and all that shit, that breakup, aka a blessing in disguise, that's where I just came out of my shell. I started to voice up, I started not to, you know, get shy and shit like that. So what I did to like get out of my comfort zone is just doing it. I was facing my fears. One of my fears is heights. So I faced that shit by doing a bunch of shit that scared the jeepers out of me. But I pulled through it. You know, the more I keep doing all this stuff, especially when it comes to heights, I'm able to get through it. I have yet to go on a plane yet, but that's on the bucket list. Honestly, what I've been doing the most is just saying yes to opportunities as a creator. I did my first speaking gig about a year ago. That was to a youth group. I said yes to that. I also said yes to a podcast gig. That's when I just first started my podcast. I was like probably a month or two later. And I already had a gig for my podcast where I got compensated for. So that was pretty cool. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, I said yes to that opportunity was at the Indigenous Market. If y'all don't know, that was last year. And I do have like previous episodes of the people that I interviewed. That was probably the last time I interviewed people as well. Just saying yes to opportunities. Also, I'm a very anxious person. My heart just races whenever I get myself out of the comfort zone. So me approaching people... And introducing myself like as a creator and wanting to, you know, create potential TikToks with others. I had to go talk to people, introduce myself, and put myself out of the comfort zone. Like I just did it. I forced myself. I was alone. And I'm like, hmm, I don't really have any friends or family with me right now, so I gotta do this. So I just pushed myself to it. Like my heart was just racing, palms were sweaty. Oh, I was just shaky too. It was so crazy. Anyways, just pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Also, by taking different workshops or programs, that's how I networked with people. I remember taking a Reframe Your Confidence workshop. It was like a couple weeks last year. I was also part of the CBC Indigenous Voices program last year. And that's where like I really started to network. So by taking these different programs, courses, workshops, it expanded my knowledge, my mindset. And I got to meet some cool people along the way. So I really put myself out of my comfort zone. Like, it's scary, like really fucking scary. But it's worth it in the end because you're doing something you don't normally do. And it's something new, something to experience. I mean, at least you can say you did that. You experienced that. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. 
But that's how I stepped out of my comfort zone to grow. Probably next year I'll be updating this and have different perspectives. But right now, this is what I gotta say for the episode. Let me move on to Cree word of the week. I have the jar right in front of me. And this week's Cree theme is household items. I only have like four in here. I should probably be adding more, but you know, procrastination at its finest. Let me shake it up. Open. All right. This week's Cree word of the week is Ayamagan. 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 Phone. Ayamagan. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that is phone. Ayamagan. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate you all. I hope you all have a good day. I will catch you all on my next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.